Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. <laughs> we entered the impact zone, Alex. <laughs> There's been a murder. <laughs> it's totally more than made about venting now, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to go funny. live. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've been live. It's oh, so funny, Kate. I didn't realize we were it's... live. It's the funniest ending in the history of NXT. <laughs> this is my Xavier Woods moment listening to Big E talk about big meaty men slapping meat. That is, this is this is it for me. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> Guys, we missed a matter. We're straight up in the impact oh. zone. Uh, this was unplanned, by the way. We both wore Hawaiian shirts. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. And, and R.I.P. the guy from Smash Mouth who's Steve something, whose name I yes. don't recall. And also R.I.P. Von Wagner. And R.I.P. Von Wagner as well. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the fightful uh, post-NXT show. It's uh, the Sourgrass post-show for September 5th. Guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. Leave a thumbs up ski on this video if you want more of Alex's maniacal laughter to start off programs, which you know you do. You know you do. Hey, we got some great Tekker stuff tonight that we get to talk about. My little Tekker heart is happy. But before we get into all of that, we will also remind you not only to subscribe to this video channel, but to subscribe to a Fightful Select You got it right if you were like i wonder what they're gonna ask me to subscribe to next the answer is of course fightfulselect.com more and more cm punk news going up the uh potential plans of him going to wwe what they could have been might have been would have been um so much more and guess what alex mm. there's stuff other than cm punk and wrestling did you know that what? no no i was I assured know. it was the only thing people were talking about there's so much more. We had a great pay-per-view, kind of surprisingly, on 
Sunday, we had payback right before that. So all sorts of news coming up. And out of those pay-per-views, busy wrestling uh, week continues. We're going to Wrestle Dream and AEW. We've got, what do we call it? Pay Lane? <laughs> we got Pay Lane coming up. Mm-hmm. Pay Lane. <laughs> pay, no, it's, it's Pay Lane or Fastback or Toll Booth or Easy Pass. We've decided it's one of those things. It's definitely one of those. Don't say Easy Pass. We'll get like a weird sponsorship thing out of it we don't oh. want to give them any ideas no I, I, I wasn't spelling it with a with the letters e and z i was just saying it might be easy to pass through something that is right that's you got a context it's true <laughs> it is the easiest way to pass by but we've got so much more on fightfulslack.com including me and alex doing pay-per-view post shows we had it rocking and rolling all weekend all the scoops all the bonus podcasts you could want at fightfulselect.com please head over there and support wrestling is for everyone fightful is for everyone we're gonna talk some nxt man i think last week i said when it's good it's great and when it's bad it's bad and we got on both ends of the spectrum again tonight <laughs> Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, a special request uh, uh, f- from uh, from me to all of you for the jukebox this evening. Jimmy Buffett, Smash Mouth, oh. Gary Wright, who did Dreamweaver, and another one that I can't remember, um, uh, and uh, all the Von Wagner songs that he released, because uh, he's also dead. So... Um... <laughs> It's funny because he's such a bad wrestler. Wait, no. Um, uh, I um, he uh, left listen. impact somehow tonight. That's what blows my mind. Is yeah. he he somehow left impact? When you get yep. when you leave impact, you get murdered. Yep. Um, yeah. this yeah. feels like a very impacty ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Uh, I was always planning on wearing this tonight. Uh, since we got the news of Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I wasn't like a huge. Buffett guy, but like um, my favorite, this is, this is, this is here. My favorite uh, little like um, radio station on those, on those little subscription services uh, to, to listen to while I clean the house, which I've been doing all weekend is Yacht Rock. And, oh. so, they were do- and, and yes. so they were doing a tribute to Jimmy Buffett, all of, all of Jimmy Buffett's things. By the way, he did not just do uh, Margaritaville. He actually has a, uh, had a really, has a really great song called Come Monday, which it's actually the Von Wagner song. It was become Tuesday, I was though. just going to say, Come Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just wearing this shirt for work. I wish I could <laughs> claim that I was that poetic, but mm. I just have mm. this shirt and this floral. Yeah, I, um, I I bought this uh, to wear at the luau we threw for my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary in my backyard, because aww. they norm they normally go to Hawaii for their anniversary, but this year they came to my house and brought my brother, so we the whole family was together, and so we threw a luau in my backyard, and I and I bought a shirt, and I was like, I'll never wear this again, except on a podcast celebrating the life of Jimmy Buffett and the death of Von Wagner. Um, S, uh, the, the, get in your uh, super chats and, and humper chats. Uh, JW Pringle starts us off with Alex and Kate, the dynamic duo of Kalex, are sour leaders, Papa Paul Elizabeth, the hero we all need, sisters, Jambeard, Alpha Bill, meet Normus, Louise, sour tears assemble. Much love to you crazy kids. And uh, your dad Much goes back. Much love right back at you. Hi, Dad. Uh, 
says, happy September, SGS. The society with the best team, best counsel, the sisters, super moderator, alpha, and meat, and the prince of the SGS, J.W. Pringle. Good. That's that's very cool of my dad to say, but then I, I think it makes him a king if he's calling yeah. J.W. Pringle. Mm-hmm. Obviously his son, a prince. Right. Hi, dad. So uh, here's for puns. Let's let's do like I don't know a nautical or tropical hanging out on the beach puns, beach yeah. beach puns, stuff you would see at the beach. See, we already got a couple because um, let's say the photo says uh, all that glitters is gold dust, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Tom Valley says a pirate looks at Kyrie. Thing. uh that's uh, that's jimmy buffett song I, um, i'm not gonna lie i i'm not like deep on my jimmy buffett catalog yes oh, he, he had some good ones he's some good it's ones. five o'clock um, somewhere margaritaville it, mm-hmm. i tap out at about there i'm not yeah. like <laughs> well your 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 duty is to then like look up his, his greatest hits during the show uh western with movie says somebody once told me to be wasting away in margaritaville r.i.p legends uh the years start coming and they don't stop coming Ain't That's, that the truth? That is that is. The, we did a whole thing about that last night on the FIFA Select Show, where we decided to, to talk about how old we were. I, okay, I we need to, to we need to address something here, Alex. You have been so mean to me for the past twenty four hours. Yesterday on Select, I said I like this little segment with the Miz, uh-huh. and Alex said this is. A top it's five terrib- worst it's segment terrible. in it's WWE one of my, it's one of my Raw least, history. It's in my opinion, and not objectively so. It it's one I hated the most. So there you go. And then he was like, "Oh, in case I didn't make you like suck the fun out of the room with the Mrs. segment, I'm also going to make you feel so old by doing this little game survey at the end." It was fun. And it then was fun today, though. Yeah. We watched Von Wagner segments, and I was like. This is awful. And Alex has the nerve, the uh-huh. n- n- nerve uh-huh. yes, to be true. like, oh, well, after your little I love the Mrs. Raw segment, I thought you would have liked this. As if they are even on the same playing field. Listen, both segments featured a man speaking to a piece of furniture. I don't see how they're any different at all. One was a legitimate interview with John Cena. <laughs> and was a heel maneuver. It was a man talking to a chair, and the other one was a man talking to a table. It's the same segment. I don't understand. I just don't get it. You are so mean. <laughs> That's the most insulting. I think you like this Von Wagner segment might be the most insulting thing anyone's ever said to me. And I am a woman <laughs> who is on the internet. Okay. I exist uh, on the internet and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, uh, Hang 10 Adam Page is a leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> Got to beat Hang 10 Adam Page. Because that's great. That's the Bucks, great. The Buck Surf Lariat. <laughs> Hang 10 Adam Page. Uh, I'm just going to continue to being mean to you because I think that's the bit tonight. <laughs> I'm going through it, okay? I don't need your BS. I got nothing oh. on my freaking plate, Alex. Uh-huh. Alexander mm-hmm. Thomas Pulowski, whose middle name I just made up. No, Stanley. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm going to make a bunch of Stanley references from the office. So that's what you have to deal with the rest of your life that I'm in it. <laughs> Sounds great. Why don't you go do a crossword puzzle, Alex Stanley? That's great. I also I also do love pretzel day, by the way. Uh, well, I mean, it's a national. A, every day is pretzel day because I'm an adult who can buy my own pretzels. It's true. Um, uh, so we started out the night um, with the NXT championship match. A women's championship match. Uh, and I was like, oh, right away, this is does not speak well for the chances of Kiana Jane, just in case we thought there was going to be something crazy that happens here. Uh, the match lasted six minutes. But I will say, as soon as this was opening, I was like, all right, Becky's going to be involved in some way, because yep. otherwise yep. you would save this for the main event. If Becky shows mm -hmm. up in any capacity, people might tune in. I did not think the answer was going to be, let's have Von Wagner and his death. Mm -hmm. uh made event tonight but it did mm -hmm. yes um uh so um it featured each of them playing heel at different times but yes. tiffany's better at it i guess because she decides to to try and use kiana's uh bag against her which of course we know is filled with cans of paint of course um and uh, misses by throwing it at her, uh, kicks out of her little, uh, the 401k, I believe. Why don't you just call mm -hmm. it 401ko? It's a fantastic it's name. Right it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Yeah, but anyway. Um, it's on the platter. It's just here. Um, oh, I didn't but... realize that you liked clever little humorous bit. Mm -mm. I when thought come... you just hated when them. They... Well, no, when they come from me. 401ko seems when, when... fun. Where they where they come from me, they're great. See, that's the point. Like this is the 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 character that I play is an egomaniac. So, therefore, if it's my idea, it's great. That's I'm gonna it. just I'm gonna you're gonna be mean to me. I'm gonna tell you how much I loved everything you hate tonight. Fantastic. Let's well, go. I can I can be Joel Pearl. You think I can't be Joel Pearl? I can be Joel Pearl. This is going to be a very long episode. If, if you're going to if you're going to disagree with me on everything that I hate. longer for um, me than for you, buddy. Yeah. So um, so uh, Tiffany uh, goes for the eyes, I believe, and then yeah, we get an uh, eye poke in here, and then she does her um, the prettiest moonsault ever. Uh, I guess the victory again, six minutes. Like, I guess they had a lot of other things they needed to do tonight on NXT, including a bunch of ridiculous backstage segments. But I feel like Kiana James deserved more than six minutes. Um, like it was, it was fine for a while it was going on, but it just it didn't, I don't know. It was weird. And I would argue most title matches should be longer than six minutes, especially when, it's the well, I gotta say, NXT is much better about their ratio of men's to women's matches. So it's yes. like less of a thing here, but a lot of times like that six minute match would be the only women's match on the card, right? But right. NXT is right. a lot better about that. Should have been, should have been. This is kind of like the situation that they booked themselves into, as in like you want Tiffany Stratton to come across feeling dominant mm -hmm. and having convincing wins after they booked that like not convincing angle with the Hale, but at the same time, this opening the show kind of buries Kiana, and it didn't really do right. anything for the story with her and Gigi either, right. which I'm, it, I'm 
was hoping it, would kind of continue down the, it, the lane. The, yeah, the problem is, is that it didn't come across to me, at least, like a dominant win by the champion. She took a shortcut to hit to poke her in the eyes to get the victory. Um, and if she had done that after a after a really good back and forth match where it felt like you know okay um uh at least i'm watching her wrestle she won the title and then like had her matches with thea hale which again she like tapped out visually i believe in both of them so uh, that's not exactly booking her to be strong and then she has this little Random Tuesday defense against Kiana James wins it in six minutes by cheating. And now we're going to put her in a match versus Becky Lynch. Cause Becky Lynch comes on the screen in an obviously recorded sometime earlier um, thing from elsewhere. Um, a- as though she was coming in on a live feed, which she was definitely not. Um, hey, congratulations. A little victory here. Did she also have one planned for if Kiana James won? Uh, it just is very odd. No, this um, is live. No, yes, exactly. Everything was live. Um, she uh, she says I'm uh going to uh come there next week. We're gonna have a match next week. Next week, not at the pay per view in less than a month. Next week. To me, that means um, well, people are saying we'll just just put the title on Becky next week, and then and then have Tiffany. <laughs> Flip it back, and honestly, I don't, I don't mind that at all. But I feel like they're probably going to do Tiffany cheats, um, and or and or or intentionally gets herself counted out, something like that, and they run it back at the pay per view, something like that. But um, I think it's, I, I think it'd be great for Becky to get. A run, a run with the NXT Women's Championship. That'd be cool for her. Still, only one she hasn't won. Good. I do think it's far too early in the Tiffany Stratton reign that we all were expecting great things from, and it's been really lackluster through no fault of Tiffany's. The booking has been crap. So to take the title off of her and put it on Becky would be a really bad thing to me, unless. She gets it right back from Becky. The the thing that that it's not necessarily Charlotte taking the title off of Rhea and ending all of Rhea's momentum, and then Charlotte losing it in a triple threat when Rhea is pinned by a third person, which so Rhea never got her momentum back after losing the, the NXT title until she was called up. Like she was, she never, she never, if she actually dropped way down in people's perception because of that. So if you're going to, Tiffany's very young, this is developmental. We shouldn't be doing this to people. We're, I, we put the title on her to see how she behaves as champion. You should book her the best possible way to see how it works as opposed to booking her like crap and then taking the title off of her. So we'll see how this is going to go. I could see them doing the hot potato situation just because they love their record book so much of late, especially. So to have Becky have been an NXT champion, even if it's just for one or two weeks, and then have Tiffany win it back at the pay-per-view also gives Tiffany a huge win at a pay-per-view, right? She beats Becky Lynch at a pay-per-view is a, is a really um, big deal and a feather in the cap of Tiffany Stratton. Some things that I did like with 
this match. Uh, both heels got to be heels, which is actually nice. Like, I like heel-on-heel -heel stories, and I like face-on-face -face stories when they happen. This wasn't much of a story, but I like them entertaining the idea that it doesn't always have to be good guy, bad guy so often. So, sadly, like, that's where we're at to the point, like, we have to give credit to that, I feel. And I, I like that they leaned into this. Like, I like that it seems like Tiffany Stratton made an accidental error in a promo. She went out on the same episode and corrected it. And then Becky Lynch, by all means, like, feels like, we don't know any of these people, but certainly feels like the type of woman to be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's capitalize. Yeah, let's, and I'm, Let's make it work, yeah. Let's make it work. And I'm glad that Creative leaned into that because that's, um, it's kind of like a why not right now. Like, Becky's done with Trish. She's probably going to be fighting Rhea for the next, like, four months in a couple of months from now. They're, we're kind of stalled out on this in-between period with her. Mm -hmm. So why not do that? Why not go make a star even more so out of Tiffany Stratton and continue her down this this path that she's been on? I also love Tiffany backstage today. Sincerely, like, a lot of those, like, she was not happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> the blowing by, she was like, um, excuse me. And just, like, blew by everyone, like, no time to talk to you. Uh, she she did really good. Like she's she's really really transformed this character. Um, so so good good and bad in this. But I would say just because you've been so mean to me the past twenty four hours, match cool. of the year contender between Kiana James and Tiffany Stratton. My God, what a masterpiece! Mako Satomura um, could never. Wrestling with movies says Becky has earned being a Grand Slam champion. Agreed. Yes, she doesn't need it. But what if we get a killer NXT run out of it? I don't want one. I'm hoping they had all the NXT women comment on it because she, she gets matches with them, particularly Roxy, Lyra, and Blair personally. I think it is paramount in developmental to not screw with your developmental people. I don't think Tiffany's getting called up anytime soon. So she's, she's, she's bit, she says in her little promo, I've been doing this for only two years. So like, yes, you're the greatest WrestleMania man of enter. Guess what? You did that before I started wrestling. So like that to me means we should be nurturing these younger people. There are like, if, if Tiffany had been the champion for a year and then she fights Becky, absolutely put it on Becky, do your whole thing with Becky and all the other women, because because you did everything you were going to do with Tiffany. This feels like it's barely started with Tiffany because of the really bad stop-start booking that WWE has done. And I don't well, feel and... like we should stop that and start, you know, no, we should, this there, other thing. There shouldn't be, in my opinion, like a multi-month Becky Lynch title reign. Um, the hot shouting it back and forth, I don't mind because I feel like it, it could be a good story. The other thing that I would say is I don't need like a feud feud between them because I think honestly, Tiffany Stratton's main roster, if she sticks with this character, main roster person she's chasing is Charlotte. Like from a, the characters that they are like, that's, mm -hmm. that's where the money is. So um, this came about because of an accident, but if you're looking to build up somebody with her on, on the main, I, I feel like Charlotte's the one. Um, but I, I, I want to see Becky against all those people in two years when they're called up. Like, I, I don't, yep. um, think this is the move. And also like, 
I will say the the talent that they've sent down, they haven't hot shotted and put titles on. Like, like no. it's not Baron Corbin is champion. It's not Dijak mm-hmm. is champion. And I think that's good. I think that's healthier for the up and coming talent that you have. Yep. Um, but we're also at this very weird place where now it's like <laughs> up and coming talent and Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> what am I watching? Yeah, and kind no, of like it's, a it's, it's true. There's a bunch of people that that are that are beyond ready to be on the main roster, and some that still need to get their sea legs sea legs under them. Sure. Like it's just it's it's absolutely true. So you know, there's different things that way. Um, uh, so let's just put all of these things together. The tag team division has a has an impromptu summit in the Dragon Mine in the Diamond Mine Dojo. With uh, this, um, um, which by Tony the way D. is just backstage. It's just this is backstage. It's just an it's area backstage of backstage with a Creed's flag. That's all. Yeah. It is. <laughs> ah, we put the Creed's flag back up. Looks like we got the dojo up and running. Just turn it's the also... camera. Turn that camera around so I can see catering from where you are. Oh, it's in the same yeah. room. It was um, also Malcolm Bivens's office when Malcolm Bivens was around, yeah. and also where they yeah. had like one of those. Yeah. Uh, um. Heavies. So the uh, Tony D and Stax are there. Like, hey, welcome back. It's nice to see you. One of the titles you're going to have to come through. Uh, and then everybody else shows up. I mean, everybody else except for Gallus, I guess. But all the tag teams show up. Like, like Idris and Ofei and... <laughs> It was an Ofei and Malik Blade show up and like, man, while you guys have been gone pretending to go to Fiji, we've been doing work on Level Up. Yeah. When, have, when was the last time we saw Malik Blade and Anderson Ofei re- wrestle a match? It certainly wasn't since the Creeds lost that last man, uh, leave, last loser leaves town match. That was, a, it's very odd that they would have them say that. Um, but <laughs> that. Bronco and Lucian show up with 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 Reggie who says because he's talking also to like Tank Hank and Tank and he's like it's funny that you guys think that your uncommon bond is and you simply because you're actually brothers makes means you you have you're closer than these guys I met last week I mean they come from the streets which is a little something that I know all about because I am a sommelier from Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> and I understand that now his character is, he came from the streets, but if you look at the legacy of Reginald to Reggie, he's he's an acrobat well, who and likes he was wine. also like a voice-modulated hacker for right, 20 Right, that's minutes. true. That's true. So, and he used to, he used to be on, on our show. Yeah, he did. He did. It was a crazy time. It was a it was a wild time. It was a really wild time. I don't. We had a wild time. Like it's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, No, that was weird to be like, oh, just because you're blood brothers means that you're brothers Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. It's like, well, yes, and also they had some very intimate promos and video packages leading into this, like delving into their family history and their familial bond. So dismissing yeah. that doesn't quite work because right. they kind of solidified the fact yeah. that that is an authentic bond. Mm-hmm. Now I know all about the streets, the streets of Minnesota, the streets, uh, they're mostly they're, they're, they're wide. So you can turn your horse and buggy around without having to 
do one of those three-point turns. Scripps, where have you been? I, Are you a young not, lion? Have you been on excursion? Where have you no, been? No, I, 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 I've been backpacking through through Siberia, just trying to fight some tigers and whatnot. You know, it's a thing I do every summer. I'm sorry that I hadn't, I haven't been around, but I, I decided I was going to go my usual backpacking excursion through Siberia, hunting Siberian tigers. Not a single no. postcard scripts. No, this they don't have that. You, the, 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 I don't know if you know this, but Russia's in the middle of something right now. Their <laughs> their their postal service doesn't work so good. So, got it, got it. Well, we are happy to have you back. We've missed you so much. You used to be a weekly friend around here. How was your backpacking trip? Tell us everything. Well, um, mostly it was just me uh, and. Um, uh, and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was just me walking around. I I had a bunch of Sherpas with me. They're uh, uh, fellows from from the area. Uh, most of them were named Vladimir. Not that one. That guy doesn't. He and I are not on good terms anymore. You're not anymore. No, you were. No, we we used to be. I used to go and hang out with him, and every time I would go through Moscow. But he's, you know, he's turned into not really that much of a nice guy. So anyway, um, we just we're we're backpacking through Siberia, mostly just you know jumping over those streams and whatnot. It's not, Siberia is pretty nice in the summertime, you know. It's not good in the winter. Don't I do not recommend backpacking through Siberia in wintertime. But no, in the summer, like it's the not way. it's not so bad actually. So interesting, interesting. Did you you won all the fights with all the bears? Uh, tigers. Tigers. Okay. Yes, um, I, I, I won all all the fights with the tigers. Uh, we we only found one, and it was it was pretty old, uh, on its last legs. But I won. So congratulations. Yep. My goodness. Uh, are any plans to get back in the ring? Uh, no, I think I think that that time's now behind me. You know, I, I, I you know I I. I, I, you know, I don't know. They, it hasn't been made public yet, but I, mm-hmm. I asked for and was granted my release by HB, by, by the, by the, by the HBK. Uh, Wait, you've been backpacking this whole time. You might not even know. What, what happened now? So AEW has a, a Saturday show now called Collision. Oh, is that true? Yeah. And it was, you remember the CM Punk guy? Oh yeah. I, I, I remember Charles. He was, he was kind of holding it down, but. He's now released. Oh, so, so they they're, they're, might be looking for someone to anchor the show. They, I can't they, think might of a be single an opening. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some there people are saying Edge, but I'm like, okay, sure, Edge. Uh, he's no. he's fine. Uh, he's no. serviceable. Right? I don't, I don't, like, I don't know if I like that guy. He's a, he's a little edgy for me. Ah, uh, see, see, you still got it. I'm just saying, I think you could be the anchor to to Collision in AEW. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to uh, see if I know anybody over there I can call and talk to, because uh, I've never met this uh, with, with Tony Khan fella. But uh, see if anybody I know that's is working over there. I uh, I know uh, what's his name, the Big Show. Is yeah, he's still over there. He I is talk, him and Mark I, Henry. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I I I know those fellas. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give them a jingle jangle and see what they're up to. Maybe I could. Maybe I could come in and fill fill in some time over there on the uh, on the uh, AWs. Jeff What's Jarrett's there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, AW Jeff. Collision, yeah. You know what? I never liked that guy, Jeff Jarrett. You did? Nah, he's a he's a carny son of a bitch. You can tell him I said so. Oh my gosh! Well, hopefully, we'll see you 
tell him in person on collision on Saturday yep. nights. That sounds like right. a marquee program to me. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and see, uh, see if I can find their numbers somewhere. I got, got to go see if I can find my Rolodex over there in the den. But uh, if I could find their numbers, I'm going to definitely give them a call. Thank you for uh, for pointing me their direction there. You are so welcome. Please keep us posted. We love you so much here, Scripps. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. What happened? Oh, my God. Alex, it's been such a long time. It was, it was it Scripps? It was Scripps. Well, what's he been doing I, this whole time? He's been backpacking through Siberia. He used to be wow. friends with Vladimir Putin. I've found out so much. Not That's on good terms crazy. right now. Not like... He doesn't think Vladimir's such a great guy. Understandable. Um, I think he's. I think he's going to be the. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Free agent ringer that collision needs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That would be really good. Uh, scripts, Samoa Joe. You see that moonsault based offense? Walkaway yeah. spot? 100% oh, in. That'd yeah, be some yeah. good stuff. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so not only did those guys show up, um, but, uh, but the, the Los Lotharios showed up, um, they're not the Los Lotharios anymore, but they decided to get into a brawl, um, and all the tag teams were there, got into a brawl, um, so maybe they're the next, uh, people to, to challenge, uh, Tony D and Stax, um, Luis thought that AOP might show up here. Oh, since Paul, since Paul Ellering was was spotted in Orlando. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, he, he might have just been going to see the sights. I hear there's a lot of touristy things you can do in Orlando. I'm sure, yeah, he was a big Disney guy, Paul Ellering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is the, like, reinvented Los Lotharios is good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. I thought that was good because they were like, they basically led into the mob part mm-hmm. of it. I felt like I'm like we got we got business. I think so. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, author authors of uh, authors of pain, uh, as opposed to the Caucasians of pain. Yeah, authors of plane, which were the <laughs> the lumbering sacks of flour. They um, started as white bread, and they grew so they did. much. They they grew so much. Julius um, especially. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, Wag says, so I think this stream should be called Survivor Shirt Series or All In Flower Shirts. LOL. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. <clears throat> um, Ilya Dragunov defeated Oro Mensa. This lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Oro got in a lot of good offense. Uh, Ilya Dragunov eventually shoot, murdered him with a headbutt. 
I'm obsessed with the metaphor, but um <laughs> oh, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be at this point, honestly? This was this was I think I don't want to be controversial. I think Ilya Dragunov's pretty good at wrestling. No, he's he's very good at it, actually. It would seem as that's the case. Those chain mm -hmm. suplexes in the middle of this, I was like, oh, they're just mm -hmm. so good. He's so explosive and everything is so yep. crisp. And he made Aura Menta look really, really, really good in this. Like, oh. it was good for him to get in some offense against someone as menacing and great as, mm -hmm. as Ilya Dragunov is. And I want to hang out with them so bad. I want to be the Meta 5. I want my cool winter outfits. They're so cool and fun. And oh. I love them. And I want to hang out with Noam Dar, mm -hmm. and I want him to do my hair and do little like poofy things. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to, I want to be in the metaphor. Um, they're they're great. Um, uh, they're the best. Afterwards, um, um, uh, Wesley just walks to the ring and goes like, <laughs> hey, uh, you're great and everything, but you got to get in line because I'm going to be the next one to face um, Carmelo. Normally, I would just do this in the back, but apparently I'm just going to do this now. It was very odd that he like, it was good that he brought it up, but also there was no reason for him not to do it in the back because it was he, he walked to the ring and said, hey, cool. Hey, nice win. Uh, you're second in line behind me, but don't worry. After I beat Melo, you get the first title shot. Okay, nice talk. And he leaves. Like, he didn't think Ilya Dragunov was going to say something back to him. Uh, but Ilya cuts a great promo about how I will stomp on anyone who gets in my way. Um, it was some good stuff. Uh, and then uh, Carmelo comes out. And he's like, um, so here's what here's here's the thing, uh, Kate. I don't I realized this after last week, but it it, it took me. Uh, it, it, I finally figured it out. The thing that I wanted them to do with Carmelo and Braun Breakaker, he was doing with Ilya Dragunov. Like, I only won that match because. Basically, Trick hit him with the belt. Now, Ilya hit the belt, but Trick was holding it. Um, and I feel like I have something to prove, so I've got to face him again. That was what they were doing last week. Um, and he's he's starting to uh he's doubting himself for the first time, realizing that maybe he's he shouldn't be the champion. All the stuff I wanted them to do with the story of, 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 of Carmelo and Braun, they were doing with Carmelo and Dragunov, except for it's much worse because Trick didn't intentionally cheat to win the match for him. because So that's not actually the good story. But this week, they just had him come out and go, yeah, anyway, all of that self-doubt last week, that, that, that's, that's, that, that's for babies. Self-doubt? Who's that for? People who who think about themselves? No, not that. No, I decided I was going to call talk to HBK, and HBK told me that just like him, nothing is my fault. So you, uh, you took a risk, and I took advantage. And Wesley, you took a risk, and I took advantage. And that is how my entire reign is going to go, and I'm okay with that. So the two of you fight each other. 
and then the winner will get to face me at um at no mercy in bakersfield uh this feels very much like um double count out there's a draw double pin something so we get a triple threat out of it um i i i have i have no problem with either one of these guys winning this match and then going on to face mellow one-on-one but it does feel very much like uh we're going to take a very roundabout way to get to the triple threat we could have just announced in this segment i'm fine with having an extra match between wesley and Dragonoff, though yeah i was gonna say the work right there kind of justifies the means for me where i'm okay mm-hmm. with it i will say it is very similar to what they should have done with Braun and Carmelo. I I don't hate it because it's still a compromised win, even though it was unintentional. Um, mm-hmm. So he should want to, as a face, win the right way. The reason it would have been so great with Braun and Carmelo was a double turn happens there, right? Like that's that's to me like not only was it on the biggest pay per view that they have, but we were getting this double turn moment, and so for that device to be used as a clarifying device between who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Like it's sitting right in front of you is so frustrating. Uh, but don't mind it being used here. Uh, I like that Dragonov also is, is pissed about it because it almost feels like he, he wanted to lose or win in the right way too. Like I, I like that piece of it, of him, it's not just that he's pissed he's lost. He has pride in how he goes about his matches. Like, it's something mm-hmm. that very much comes through in all of these. And I really like it. Um, I'll, I'm not going to complain about that triple threat. Are you kidding? Give it to me. Yeah, if, we're gonna, if, we, if we get let's a triple go. threat, that's fine. We're getting Wesley versus Lee Dragunov. If that goes to a clean finish, and, we, and one of those guys faces uh, Carmelo, that'll be good, too. There's a lot. There's really no ways this can go bad. Um, uh, but it, it, it Which does means Dominic Mysterio is entering the picture <laughs> next week. That's true. Um, that's so, what I thought uh, about Tyler Payton Musa, <laughs> but no, mm-hmm, then they were mm-hmm. like Dominic's in it for some reason. Mm-hmm. They ruined it. So, um, yeah. <sighs> so, um, the Global Heritage Invitational Tournament. Um, uh, for those of you who don't watch Level Up or know it exists or pay attention to results from it uh, or know it exists, um, they're just doing matches from this tournament there. They did one last week, which was Tozawa versus Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson won. Um, they didn't show footage of it. They didn't like even show seven or eight seconds of highlights. They're doing a tournament to crown the to crown the next challenger for the Heritage Cup, and they're running some of the matches on Level Up, a show that literally nobody watches. Nobody, and they're not even. It. <laughs> it's like it's on. From this time period, and if you miss it, you are screwed. <laughs> it's so true. It's it's on right after SmackDown. You can watch it live on Peacock. If they you cannot watch it on demand until like two weeks later. You have to watch it live. There's no such thing. 
There's no such yeah. thing as DVR on Peacock. You can't watch it. If you if you miss the first window, that's it. And they don't even tell us, they don't even show us highlights of it. That's ridiculous. Um it's the NXG one for God's sake. <laughs> it is. So Duke Hudson won. So Duke Hudson has two points. Uh and Joe Coffee has two points. By the way, Joe Coffee versus Tozawa this weekend on level up. So Tozawa is in the tournament. And we'll have one of his matches in the tournament on TV. I believe he versus Nathan Frazier will be on TV. But the other ones will be on shows nobody can even watch. I, I don't... The weird thing is, too, like, this is all work-rate stuff. Like, this yeah. is all good. <laughs> like, it's good wrestling. So find a way to make room for it. Um, yeah. It seems silly to bury like world-class matches on a program that you can't watch. If I when did they to. do this? I watched the entire show. When did they show highlights of, of, of the match of Tozawa versus. Right Duke before Hudson. it, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I saw clips of it, but it was not like a video package about it, which is what it should have been. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I missed it. I was watching the show. I missed it. I it was like right I before did, but it, but it. it wasn't like a before, before Duke watched out. Okay, great. Um, uh, so, um, Nathan Frazier won. He won. It was good. It was short. Uh, he, he won. He had his Phoenix splash. It was a good Phoenix splash. It was, it was a good match. Duke Hudson, um, beats Tazawa and Duke Hudson doesn't win another match probably. Um, uh, because he can't. Because if he wins another match, he'll have four points, and Nathan Frazier has to have four points to win, so he has to beat um, Duke Hudson and Tozawa, which he will. Um, or they just did a draw gimmick, so I don't think they're going to do another draw gimmick, right? So it is just it's just the way that they work. Um, um, so fine, Joe, Joe Coffee and Tozawa have to go to a draw, otherwise, Joe Coffee wins. When you when you do Nathan Frazier and Joe Coffey in the first match and Joe Coffey beats Nathan Frazier and goes up 2-0, Joe Coffey can't win another match because we all know Nathan Frazier is winning that side of the Gonna bracket. Win this, yeah. So when you just have that be the last match where they both have two points or they both have three points and the winner wins and goes on the to, the, to the final. It's, it's so much better that way. At least I feel we're definitely getting that on the other side of the bracket uh, yes. with Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, which is going to be awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, technique. Nathan Frazier is the Flash. He like yes. his thing now is that he runs so fast that uh, he nearly decapitates himself during matches, uh, and and has decided to make that make him run faster. Alex, I feel like that's a risky little game. <laughs> I do. I do think so too. Yeah. I think you should actually hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but this was good. I feel like I'm kind of waiting for some Chase University nonsense to escalate from this, but maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he's just there to eat a couple pins in this tournament, and that's fine. That's not the worst. Um, it, they it showed is... the clip. They showed the clips during Duke's entrance. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Like then, all I'm hearing out of my ear as I'm doing other things because I have other things to do, Kate. All I can hear is Duke Duke Hudson's music. I don't. They're not saying, "Oh, everybody, now stop and watch these clips from the." I'm so angry. What else is new? Well, it's also just don't run your NXG one on level up. It's weird. Um. There's a disparity between sides of the bracket. I'll put it that way. I yeah, feel like for me, that is true. For my work for equality, but that's not to say that the the B block is bad by any means. It's just the A block is <sighs> like extra fire. Uh, but this was fine. This was short. This one probably should have been a little bit shorter. This was yeah. What it Luis, what it Luis, should have been. Luis helping me out by so saying they showed the clips, but Booker was doing his normal usual thing. So when he does that, I kind of try and tune it out because it makes me so unnerved. This is what you were busy with. Mm, it's probably what Just I was being doing, right? getting mean to me. So uh, I don't know how far away from the ring the women's locker room is, but Kiana James took 55 minutes to walk there. <laughs> she had to stop in Gorilla on the way out. She ran into some friends. She yeah. ran to the paint store real quick to get yeah, more paint to- for her purse. Mm-hmm, Came back. True. Yes. She uh she lost her match in six minutes. And at the at the top of the next hour, um uh Roxy and uh, Lara Valkyria kind of like choosing who's who they think is gonna win this Dragon Lee versus Mustafa Ali match. And in in comes uh Kiana James and she like throws her towel down because she's so pissed she just lost her match. And I was like how labyrinthine is this is the are the are the tunnels underneath the performance center uh how did it take you that long and why are you still pissed 55 minutes she i mean maybe she was like let me take this shortcut through the parking lot and then she would have had to fight off oh that's true that's most i'm more impressed by her tenacity of being angry that she lost this much later Yes, um, yes, she that's that that is that is somebody who, who knows how to take her job grudge. seriously. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, so she, her and Rock and Roxanne uh decide to uh brawl some more. So felt very uh Crimea yeah. River, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Felt very uh, very simple. Alpha Bill says the catering table had those small sandwiches that she likes, but she always gets yeah. eaten first, so she finally got her chance. There we go. Yeah. Um so um Dominic is somehow there by himself, which has never happened before. And the uh, the idea that he'd be there by himself and everybody wants to kick his ass and nobody would take advantage of this opportunity to just kick his ass when nobody can help him makes me very angry. Um, I thought I thought I knew you guys. I thought I knew that you were on my side here. Yeah, um, it's true. Um, so, uh, um, so he gets he has a purple referee shirt that i guess he says his mommy gave him well yeah um, judgment day loves purple right purple it's true um and then he as he's walking out he's like hey carmelo how's it going boy it sure is hard being a champ am i right so i heard next week they're gonna decide who's gonna be your opponent at no mercy i'm i gone my way out to the ring to choose uh i mean See who's gonna be my opponent. Bye. How is he? How is he this bad at this? It's impressive, honestly. But yeah, uh, in a world of no subtlety, Dominic leaves no subtlety even more. 
I will say he did better with the refereeing part than I thought he would, because that's actually a tricky little game. Like, people mm-hmm. underestimate how difficult refereeing is in general, yeah. and guess mm-hmm. refereeing when you're supposed yeah. to be showing right. but not blatantly showing bias. He did a lot better than I thought he was at that. But yeah, he's not a good promo, Alex. Not even a little. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mustafa Ali and Dragon Lee was awesome. And uh, and uh, Dominic, I guess to his credit, although it made no sense, um, just refereed a regular old match. Like, just refereed it like a regular referee would. Like, he, he counted. Well, he fast counted the end. No, but until the end, he was just refereeing a regular match, which allowed us to get a full match worth of great shit from Mustafa Ali and Dragon Lee. They were beating the crap out of each other. Mustafa Ali did a buckshot lariat over the corner of the announce desk. Like, what? (laughs) Um, There was some really great stuff in this match. Like, Tornado VTs, like, there's some amazing stuff. The 450 where nobody was home and then he just like rolled through into the Liger bomb was awesome. This match was really, really great. And I, the thing that was actually like Dominic's kind of handcuffed with is who would want to face either of these guys? Like, I I know the story is there with Dragon Lee, but like, I know what I'll do. I'll fast count so I get to face Mustafa Ali is like, that doesn't work either, really. So that part of the story doesn't work for me because there's not like a an overwhelming advantage to to right. facing Mustafa in any way, but the the match itself was great, really really refreshing to see. It does bum me out that it feels like they scrapped the campaign character mm-hmm. kind of all together, but like I'm the work rate being much higher has made this a much easier show to watch, even though the booking is still all over the place and the creative's not great. Like when we get matches like this, it feels like less homework. Right. Um, so this is awesome. I'm glad I get to see Mustafa Ali wrestle consistently. He's he's such a, a skilled performer and so great at this. And I love just little things like his facial expression at the end where he was like, knew he got the fast count, but also knew that that means he has Dominic. Like, mm-hmm. he's just such a good storyteller, man. Like, right. every ounce of his performance is so... Um, expressive of the story he's telling all the time all the time all the time really really great um he's uh so there were many many times that mustafa ali attempted to pin dragon lee before the fast count one were there not why didn't he fast count at the beginning at what at what point did Dominic decide during the match? Oh, I definitely want to face Mustafa Ali and not Dragon Lee. I mean, that's all these matches, though, right? Like nobody ever pass counts the first time around because they're trying to appear unbiased. I yeah, but Dominic's not that subtle, as we've said. If he's decided right. he wants to face Mustafa Ali, he's just going to fast count every time Mustafa Ali pins him because he's dumb and not subtle. So it just doesn't make any sense to like adapt. I I just would want a moment where 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 Dom decides I want to face this guy, like have Dragon sure. Lee like really get up in his face at one point, and he barely did like ever, and so it was kind of odd. Anyway, so he fast counts Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali is like, "Hey, cool, I won," but then like when Dominic raises his hand, he's like wait a minute, this means you think I'm going to be easier to beat than him? 
and slugs him in the face. And he goes to Dragon Lee, listen, dude, I'm sorry that he screwed you, um, but I get my match that I want. And I, yeah, and it, it's been a long time coming, right? Like there's yeah. been all of these barriers standing in his way. So he's going to take advantage of the fact that the shot is there for him because he's been held back so many other times. It's good heel motivation stuff. Um, kind of makes it feel really justified. But I love uh, him being like, you're not a referee anymore. Slugged. Uh, can't believe he thought that I was the easier option. Was a really, really fun touch. She's just. He's just the best. Right. He's the best. Um, uh, so Luis thinks it happened when he, when they started arguing in Spanish, where I think Lee called him to count faster pendejo or something like that. The audio was not great. It was not great. Uh, but um, Mustafa Ali versus uh, Dominic. The thing is, like, Dominic choosing to face Mustafa Ali and Mustafa Ali never getting a one-on-one match with Dominic ever. To me, both of those things should obviously add up to Mustafa Ali getting the pinfall and winning because Dominic's hubris and Dominic's cowardice both coming back to bite him. But it's WWE, and so I fully expect Well, it's also Dominic Judgment to... Day, so isn't Damian Priest going to do some shit? Pro- like... prob- probably. Right, like that, that's my thing. Um, I feel like Mustafa character-wise, is extremely clever. So if there's anybody that's going to ward off the shenanigans, him being the guy to do it would be great. Mm. Um, I'm also just really want him to be the champion of Dominic, so there's that piece of it. But um, this is at least like, feels like some sort of progress, because I feel like the bigger story is with Dragon Lee, so maybe Mustafa does win it. Like, maybe Dragon Lee costs Dominic or something like that. Like, I think that's where they're going to try and pivot back to. So I'll take that. Um, <laughs> just got here. What are the puns? I love you guys. Beach puns, puns are in, Jimmy honor of, Buffett. Uh, in honor of yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Beach puns. Or smash mouth puns. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, whatever mouths, um, mouths you want to smash. All-star puns, I guess. Whatever mouths you want to smash, yeah. But this was a... I, the match was so good. Um, and I mean, I at least feel like it's back to making wrestling sense again. Like, I, I'm never going to be it on Dominic, but... Like, this is back to making wrestling sense. I also just hate special guest referees. It goes, like, of things I hate in wrestling, it's, like, lumberjacks, special guest referees. You would never have a special guest umpire calling a baseball game. Like, I just hate it. Because it's, like, it's an obvious... This one was actually a little bit more fair than most of them, but because it's always such an obvious ploy, I'm like, oh, brother. Uh, But... Like this, I'm glad that we got a real match and it wasn't just shenanigans, especially because they did the special guest referee bullshit with the Tyler Bate and Mustafa Ali angle. Like we we just did that. Like I'm so sick of these tired playbacks. So playbooks. Um, So I'm glad they didn't go too far to the well. Uh, Dragunov getting dressed, confronting Trick and being like, hey, I remember what I, you're more than an entertainer. You're, you're you're, you know, you're getting, you're getting really good at this. However, you should stop lying to your friend that you think oh my that he can God, beat me. Oh my God, this was so good. It's not, it's not good for your relationship to lie to your friend that you think he can beat me because he, can, he, he, he can't. You um, know he can't. I know he can't. Yeah. Yeah. 
Some really, this, this is some good. So Dragonov's great. Good. He's just so great at this. Um, it, I loved it because it was so sincere. Like, look, mm -hmm. it's it's wrong of you to lie to your friend and pretend he can beat me without your assistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he's just the best. He's so great. Yeah. So great at um. Uh, uh, Tyler Bate got his revenge on Dabakato. What a ridiculous storyline! You have Dabakato so come far out of the way. It just like what are we, what are we doing? It feels like there's like uh, four or five people who are writing separate stories for everybody, and like at some points they like you, they forget. Oh, we were supposed to choose between two of these storylines and we decided to do both because Dabakato attacking Tyler Bate for no real reason and insisting on coming back to attack him over and over again. At the same time, Tyler Bate is supposed to be starting this tournament that he's in for a different thing entirely. They're not related in any way. It's not like Dabakato wants a spot in the tournament and he's going to take out Tyler Bate to get it. They don't relate in, in any way. So Tyler Bate gets his match versus Dabakato and beats Dabakato fairly easily for a guy half of Dabakato's size, as he should. Dab Tyler Bate's an amazing wrestler and should beat anybody, no matter who he's facing, nine times out of ten. Are you but, telling me you yeah. don't think Dabakato versus Nathan Frazier is a seven-star Tokyo Dome classic? I don't. I think they should give it a 60-minute Broadway. I think. Yep. There was yep. uh, a missed opportunity. No, this is the right call. Why the hell did this happen? This was why so it, weird. Why did it need to happen? I mean, it needed to happen so you can get rid of Dabakato before Tyler Bate goes and possibly wins this tournament. You need to get rid of that part of the story, but the story should never have started. And now, what are you supposed to do with Dabakato? Because Dabakato, his entire thing is he got one over on Apollo Crews finishing up a storyline from the main roster from the year prior. And then he Which, lost a feud against Scripps and Axiom, who then decided to hate each other after they beat him together. And then he picked a fight with a dude half his size, Tyler Bate, and lost that. You you now no longer get to go, Dabakato, what a force. The power. Everyone's so scared of Dabakato because he picks fates with guys half his size and loses routinely. That is not the way you book a giant who is on your roster. It's just no, not. you have them get murdered, obviously. I guess he looks strong in comparison to other big men on the roster because he is simply alive at the end of this episode. But I will say, this is, you always say, like, what an unforced error. This is that. Like, they just didn't need to book this. They didn't need to no. go out of their way to book any of this. Tyler Bate did the best he could, I guess, with this and trying to make him yeah. look good. But it was a pretty handed win. So I, I, if what they were, if, if, if what they were trying to accomplish was, you know what, Tyler Bates not the biggest guy in the world, even though he's a big, strong boy. We need to have him beat a giant so that we can make him feel more believable. Uh, that's not what this is. Tyler Bates is extremely believable. <laughs> he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, even with this silly little yogi gimmick. Um, he's pretty, pretty damn good. He's also realistically like been in the title picture before. His match with Braun was fantastic, right? So it's like, 
we're already bought in on him if that's what you were going for i guess yeah. i don't know uh but there's not like a lot of acumen in beating davocado this was not like um like omas has never really looked great right but like his best match was that one against Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins was like, I know how to make you look really good in this. Um, that's not what this was. And it's not because Tyler Bate couldn't do it. They just didn't have the room, desire, uh, length of match story at all around it to allow for such mm -hmm. a thing. So I don't know what the hell this was supposed to accomplish. This right. was... Uh, a very weird turn and a story that didn't need to happen. Like, just just odd. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate getting up for the airplane spin was probably the, the, the highlight. The highlight, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he beats him. Just just straight up beats him with an, with an amazing looking spiral tap. He's amazing. Like that th he's but so good. He's so damn good. Ridiculous. Um, so, um, Luis says, because it's WWE, my guess is they did this thing with Davocado for the adversity. Or just adversity. Because it's only 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 Cody faces adversity. Yeah, no, he still has his his tatas intact. Mm -hmm. But he's a heel. Heels don't need that. But yeah, that leaping corkscrew senton is ridiculous. Tyler Bates and amazing. Um he still has his tatas intact tact. Um, oh, so, aren't you so proud of yourself? I am. I oh, am. My jokes are good when I do them. <laughs> if The Miz ever said anything like this, it would be it's terrible. True. The Miz would never be that clever. Clever? He interviewed an invisible John Cena on Monday. Extremely clever. Uh, well, uh, this, is, this, is, this is the fight that we're both going to bring up like five years from now on a podcast. Yeah. It is. It's the one. Five yep. years from now and every other week before. I'll yeah, fight you true. to the death yep. on this. So they interviewed Cor Dar Baron Corbin, who, like everybody else, does not give a damn about Von Wagner versus Braun Breaker. <laughs> he looks like, I don't, and goes, I don't care. I don't, I don't really care. He, was like, really he care. goes, he goes, maybe I'll pick up the scraps, which was fantastic. He's like, I got boats to go set on fire, okay? Oh, time for this. I gotta go burn some pirate ships down. Um... So he says he's going to uh, pick up the scraps from whatever happens between Wagner and Braun Breaker. Well, I guess we'll find out what One that is. One of them's dead. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty big scrap. Um, oh, Ian so, Riccoboni's uh, in the chat again. Hi, Ian. Um, uh, Catchpoint um, has decided to confront Miles Bourne and be like, uh, you're not ready to have a spot. You think we wouldn't find out? Did you think that we don't follow NXT Anonymous on, on Twitter slash X? Because we totally do. And we saw that video. And how, oh, yeah, whatever you want, horse girl. I'll totally be part of your little team. Um, and and they were like, so you, you, so you wanted to be able to wrestle on NXT TV. Okay, fine. You get your chance next week, and it better be good. And they leave. and. And Miles Borden goes, it, it will be good. And, and I'm like, okay, cool. That was all right. I'll take yeah. it. All right. I'm going to catch point. They're fun. Uh, Eddie Thorpe losing his mind in the parking lot after losing to Dijak, and he's going to, he declares war on Dijak. Cool. I, I love it. <laughs> Let's watch more of these guys. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let's find each other. It's good. <laughs> yes, good stuff. please. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, so then we get, um, okay. So because my brain is broken. Correct. I can't get over the fact that because of the stupid Dabakato thing that was supposed to happen last week, but couldn't happen last week. So it had to happen this week. Um, and maybe because of travel for Pete Dunn slash Butch, cause he's probably got to go and do main roster things. He, maybe he's not going to be around and they couldn't put it off. So, so Pete Dunn is, has four points in group a, he won last week against Charlie Dempsey. He won tonight against Axiom. It's a great match. We're going to talk more about the match. But Tyler Bate hasn't had a single match in the tournament and can't until next week. And he has to fight two guys. So he's got to fight one next week and one the next week. So two weeks off. And then finally, he's going to face Pete Dunn. But Pete Dunn is up for nothing. And we now we know Tyler Bate has to win the next two. It's... My brain but didn't it go to a draw tonight? No, oh, sorry, you're right. You're right. It, went to it a wasn't draw. a win. It was a phenomenal match. It was a, it was a, it was a phenomenal match. It, it was a draw. So he's up three nothing. So Tyler Bates got to at least do three points over the next two matches to face Pete Dunn in the last match to then move on. Okay. Um, I just, I just wanted everything to be to be perfect, Kate. And when it doesn't happen, my brain that is broken uh, starts glitching. And that means I can't enjoy things the way I want to. This match was amazing. But I was like, it should happen when Tyler Bate already has a win. And why doesn't it? Because my brain is broken. And I can't. Alex, get it together. It. I know. I know I can't. I can't do it. This was great. And they were like, listen, Dominic is going to be actively involved in the outcome of a match. We're going to give you something to balance that out. And I respect and appreciate that. Okay. Um. You're right, but like you know, yeah. I know. Sometimes you just got to take the the Jimmy Buffett attitude about it, Alex. It's true. Sometimes you just need to go to Margaritaville while you're watching your wrestling. Okay. Some people claim <laughs> that there's an HBK to blame. All right. Wasting away again in NXT Ville. <laughs> Searching for my. NXG one. <laughs> Some people claim that they're Shawn Michaels to blame, and they're right. Yes, that is yes, correct. And they're, and they're uh, right. It's absolutely that's true. Yeah. All his fault. This match was so good. It was so great. It was so great. The only thing I would say is they needed to time it better so Axiom didn't kick out of the bitter end. 
because nobody kicks out of the bitter end. Like that Walter did it, and that's about it. That's it, and he did that's... it for a very specific reason at a very specific moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my God, this my Alex, twenty twenty three is the year of the Techers. Okay, the Tecker Renaissance. I am here for it. Can we call him Pete Dunn? Come on, let's drop it. Let's have this guy back. Them Come reversing on. the cross faces was so good. And Axiom going for the triangle choke. And then Butch escaping it. And snapping so the good. German suplex. This was so, 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 so good. And I love when, oh, I talked about this on Thursday because we got Zack Sabre Jr. and Metalik. When you have someone that is like an athletic million miles an hour guy, um, Metalik's a little bit not as insane as some of your luchadors, but aside. We got a cruiserweight classic rematch. Right, it's great. Right. Um, when you have a guy like Axiom in the ring with someone like Tyler or like Pete Dunn, Butch, like what that does to control the pacing of matches is so unbelievable. Like that is such an underrated part of the technical style of wrestling. I feel like that goes like untalked about uh, because most people are normal and don't talk about technical wrestling as much as I do. But what it does, like, with Lucha specifically, or, like, guys like Axiom, like, my bigger complaint with those is sometimes they're, like, a million miles an hour and things start to get superfluous. When you run into a guy who is just trying to break your fingers all the time, like, it it just adds so much to the structure of a match, of the up and down of it. Like, the emotional investment for me is something completely different than you get with any other style of wrestling when you have these two styles combining because you have all of like the, the speed and the quickness that someone like Axiom can give. Um, but then you have Pete Dunn being able to just stop it. And usually it's with something that's going to be a painful submission too. So it's not like the match stops and feels mm-hmm. slow. It's like the match just switched gears to a different gear. Right. It's so great when we get to see that and we got to see that tonight i absolutely 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 love this this warmed my little tecker heart so great so great match of the tournament for me so far i think just like really 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 good stuff this is so much fun to see pete dunn acting like this again please don't make him look like scrappy do on the main roster again please please i've been so good this year santa i've been so good this year wrestling santa please just give me pete dunn back i miss him so much um this is great. The only thing that I would, uh, I would, uh, would slightly change when it because it has. It, listen, listen. This has to come down to Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne in the last match of the round robin. Um, to to win this this group, it has to. Like if you're like, oh, so uh, Tyler Bates got three matches left. And the first one is against Axiom next week. And the second one is against Pete Dunn. And the third one is against Charlie Dempsey. I, I swear to God. No. It has to come down to Tyler Bate versus Pete. Okay? Um, and it's got to be a thing where, like, because it's it's Pete's now got three. He doesn't have any more matches until he faces Tyler Bate. So it could either be 3-3 three, three or 3-4. Three, so if it's if it's if 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 Pete Dunn beats Tyler Bate, then he goes to the finals. He would win five four. But if they if they draw, then they're just then Tyler Bate wins. So Pete Dunn 
like absolutely killing himself to try and beat Tyler Bate in 12 minutes is going to be one of the best matches of the year. Like it's like not, not just outlast him. I got to beat you, pin your shoulders to the mat in 12 minutes. And you, you remember the matches these guys have had in the past. This is basically going to wind up being done bait three. They're, they're yeah. tied one, one. And that the, the second one was years ago at like uh backlash or something. Like it was years and years ago. Yeah, that, that, really Chica- ago. that take take over Chicago that long time ago. So both of these dudes have had FTR long, was still around. That's how long, long ago. <laughs> long, 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 long matches. And the idea that this one can only be 12 minutes. And Pete Dunn, who is not usually a fast worker, he likes to work on you, hurt you over time, but now he's got a time limit and he must pin Tyler Bates' match shoulders to the mat or submit him within 12 minutes. And all Tyler Bates got to do is last. That's an amazing match. Oh, God, it would be that's so good. It would be so um, and, great. I hope we get it. And I hope that, um, like, to be honest, I feel like it's so interesting if Pete Dunn wins. Mm-hmm. But I think Tyler Bay wins, obviously. Um, yes. But I would love for this to continue. Like, if they're not going to be doing any Brawl and Brute stuff, like, have Pete Dunn stick around for a Heritage Cup challenge. Like, yeah. why not? Or maybe it'll make, like, the Cruiserweight Classic. One of them will go sign a New Japan and TJ Perkins right. will come in. Yeah. The, the, um, no, what, obviously what I, what, here's, here's the, here's the full story here. Um, I want this, the, the Tyler Bate and, and Pete Dunn thing to go to a draw. Like Pete just can't beat him in 12 minutes, but that means that Tyler Bate still moves on, but that's not enough for Pete Dunn because Pete Dunn's never forgiven Tyler Bate for winning that NXT UK tournament. So he just is obsessed with 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 making with beating Tyler Bate and keeps coming back every couple of months to, to like to, just to ruin Tyler Bate's life until Tyler Bate gives him a rematch with no time limit. And then they go like 40 minutes. Like just because just do things for me. Do think, Sean? Well, yeah. Come on, do things for me. I know you have me blocked on on Twitter. Just listen. Do things for me, Sean. Come on. Wrestling, as I've said over and over again, is something that should be interpreted in absolutes, and everything that gets booked should be to my liking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are all the ways NXT can ruin this match? I think we should we should write a full essay. Domicato all- comes <laughs> in. <laughs> so true. So, so, so Avocado Dominic Mysterio New Alliance and NXT comes in too. Yep. Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne should not just be the main, last match of the group stages. It should be the main event on that episode of NXT. It should be. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so JC Jane is showing Thea how to do her makeup uh, like a bad girl. And Gigi's like, I know JC and she's no good and you should get away from her. And Blair's like, mm, so anyway, I'm here and I'm sticking my nose into this. And um, and then uh, Thea tells off Gigi and Blair's like, skedaddle. And I don't know, know why like why Blair left the way she did. <laughs> she just just um so now guess it's we're like, headed further towards Blair and Gigi more. Like we got it in that four pack a little bit. 
Right. But also, like, but Gigi and JC will never will never stop hating each other, kind of right. a thing. And they're like fighting over custody of Thea, who wants to be a big girl. And so she's like, You can't tell me what to do, mom. Um, and and Blair decides she's gonna cost Gigi. Gigi and Thea Hale have a match. Uh, and uh, Gigi loses because uh, Blair attacks her on the outside um, and then has to tap out to the Kimura, which, again, is the one move that they've taught um, Thea Hale. So part of the issue with the Thea Hale heel turn to me is um, I, I don't like it from a story perspective, but it makes enough wrestling sense that I can just say like that's a taste wise thing, not a mm. wrestling sense thing. Right. Her move set though is very underdog baby face. Like yeah. like very all of her in ring yeah. because they spent so much time honing her to be that and then they pretty quickly turned her heel, which is fine. But like between her size already and the fact that like that one submission is kind of the only like menacing move that she has, everything else just reads very face to me, uh, which you could make the counter argument. This is developmental. Now she's going to go develop right. that side of her, which is fine. Um, but she, she reads as plucky underdog still to me from an in between the ropes thing, but that's okay. She's very young and getting better week over week. And that's what developmental is for, but it becomes a little bit weird in the story. GJ is a, is such a fantastic dance partner for just about anybody though. I think she made a lot of this work a, a little bit better than it probably had to. But I will say the fact that we basically have Gia from, from Full House and Gigi, Gigi versus Gia, is, mm -hmm. is some good stuff. I'm expecting Stephanie Tanner to come in here at any point. It's going to get wild. Yeah, it is going to get wild. So true. Stephanie Tanner versus Blair Davenport. Book it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so Kalani and Lyra are just talking backstage, and then Dana. Dana. <laughs> 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 um. I, I, I forgot to I forgot to mention that uh, Booker T was uh, talking about Miley Cyrus because uh, Thea Hale was trying to Maybe not be like a, a wrecking ball, man. Like, so yes, talk about Dana Brooke. It's not even just Dana, though. It's a lot, Dana. It's You can't do a teacher-coach angle when the student has more wits than the teacher. That's hard to do. It's just about impossible. Um, yeah. And they're not facing each other. So... I, I, if I won some matches and my mentor was like, you should change who you are, and I'm like, they have less wins than me. I would never listen to a word they said about changing who I was when the thing that I was doing was fundamentally working because I was actually getting wins and my mentor was hence. And then it's also like Dana Brooke is she's like came back as a face and then one week she had cat ears and then mm -hmm. she was she was dark and twisty and now she's like this like 
bestie mean girl frenemy like she's someone different every week that she shows up and there's nothing um this is a i'll put it this way the framework that they're going for is basically what we got with Mako Satamora and Roxanne Perez. And that was awesome. And it's because yeah. Mako Satamora is already a legend in this business. It's because she was a badass in the ring who had some wins behind her, if I recall correctly. It's mm-hmm. because Roxanne is a plucky rising star at this point, baby face with like the whole world in front of her. And of course that woman's got to want to learn from Mako mm-hmm. Satamora. Yeah. Why on earth she wants to learn from dana brooke who the first thing they did when she got back here was bury her on commentary and Mm -hmm. they didn't give her it's this is why when people are like wins and losses aren't the end all be all it is when you're doing shit like this how am i supposed to buy that dana brooke like i have issues with her and her in ring a little bit and her character has been erratic and all over the place but like if she was winning and squashing people, I would be like, well, you're telling me that she is right. out here being a dominant workforce in this place. This makes no sense. Does Kalani have two wins? I think three. Didn't she have three? Because if it's three, I believe that's more wins than Dana Brooke has ever had on Raw, not including the 24-7 in her entire career. Not just like in NXT. Like they, she does not win on television unless it was the the twenty four seven title match. Um, it's yeah. So this is ridiculous. But her like being super overprotective and jealous and like having a problem with Lyra. It's it's so all of this is so odd, and like Kalani's caught in the middle, doesn't know what to do about this, and so now we get. Dana but the versus... thing is, of course, Kalani knows what to do about this. Of course, she does. Why would you listen to Dana Brooke regularly, and especially when you have Lyra Valkyria in your corner, who was yep. just facing the Raw Women's Champion and putting up a hell of a fight? It's a very right. obvious path. And right. God bless Lyra Valkyria for being like, uh, I don't know why you got a problem with me because she played that about as well as you could in that situation. But God, it's just like. It's it's such a simple tale as old as time story, and it's one that I love when it's done right. Like yeah. I love the mentor-mentee relationship story. It's all awesome. I'm a new sure. Japan fan. Like it's all we got is young boys right. and lions graduating into things. So like to see it booted this hard is right. just perplexing. I feel like it, the the whole Sting and, and Darby Allen deal wouldn't work as well if instead of Sting it was Barry Horowitz. I feel like <laughs> For a lot of reasons, you know, like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it does like that's basically what we have it's here. Very Harlan. <laughs> so the same music still hits, and the snow comes down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for Barry Horowitz and his mullet. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, anyway, you know, like forget just... Joker stick. I want Barry yeah. Horowitz. Yeah. Um, what is a Barry Horowitz? Oh, Louise. Oh, Louise. He's, he's a legendary um jobber from the late eighties through early nineties. Um, he looks like the guy from Tiger King. Go look up his mullet. 
Mm. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yep. What's a very oh, Iron Mike Sharp might work. Yeah. Uh, pat yourself on the bat for that one. Pat yourself on the back for that one. Great minds think alike. Ace shock and telectric mayhem. Um, pat yourself on the Raquel Rodriguez for that one. <laughs> Does your savagery have no ends, Polowski? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. I am, I am a savage. No, a it savage. doesn't. He says really, really mean things in a 24-hour period. Like, I do. hey, here's I a do. test to find out how old you are, Kate. You're washed. Also, your sense of humor is one that carries no class or wit or charm. Mm-hmm. Basically what I was told in the past 24 hours. So Von Wagner was giving a monologue. Um, hey, since you came into my... Say, hey, uh, since you came into my life there, uh, everything's been great. I love you so much, and this is—it's going to be so hard to say goodbye to you. But I, I'm listen—it's—it's—it's it's, it's something that's got to happen. So, um, anyway, I'm talking to a table there, and uh, the reason I got to say goodbye, you know, is because I'm going to put Braun Breaker through you. Anyway, so, uh, yep, ready to do it. Braun's going to get his ass tabled. All right, Mister Stone, let's go and do this match there. I, what? I, what? What was this thing? Kate. Yeah. I would think after Mrs. Antics last night, you would think that Von segment was hilarious. Was what was in my uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I almost unprofessionally and summarily walked out of here. You did. You did. And only the fact only... you would compare this to what the Miz did yesterday, because they actually <laughs> thought this was funny. The Miz came out. He says on Miz TV, it's going to be John Cena. John Cena's music hits. The crowd bites because they're idiots. And mm-hmm. then the camera follows John Cena because he can't see him. See, that right. was the joke. Right. And then the Miz right. and- has an interview, and he delivers John Cena's full crushing finale with great timing, mm-hmm. and. The Miz does this as a heel tactic. They thought this Von Wagner segment was actually funny. Right. I did not think it was actually funny, nor did it do anything to like further a story or heal up the crowd. This is the one thing that they have. They went to UrbanDictionary.com and learned what tabled meant. They thought it was a hilarious double entendre, and that is Von Wagner's whole character after we learned about his brain surgery. Mm. They just finish that like that's not even in the forefront anymore and yep. you you have the nerve uh-huh. to put them both all i'm all i'm saying is, is both umbrella. men were were talking to pieces of furniture that's all i'm saying and all i'm saying is there's one man here who is getting rude and it ain't mm-hmm. me fella mm-hmm. yep you know who never uh, treat me like this <laughs> roddy strong roddy strong <laughs> And Ricky Rainbow. Well, man, you know, he can be he can be pretty biting sometimes. You never know. You know, he's you never know. Yeah, him. but like, is he's he? a mystery wrapped in he's wrapped in mystery wrapped in an enigma. You know. Yeah, so I don't even know if he's being. He might just be being that's, cheeky. That's true. He could be being cheeky. You know, it's true. Scripts would um, never treat me like this. Pretty much nobody else in the SJS would treat me like this, except for you. Yeah, it's it's this is true. Um, I 
still can't so, believe you pulled out a Barry Horowitz reference, but go on. You take the good with the bad, okay? You take the good with the bad with me. You know what the I mean? The good with the cruel. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, that was cruel. So, uh, Von Wagner has a match with Braun Breaker. With Barry, with, with <laughs> Who cares? Baron Who cares? Get to the end. Get to the end. <laughs> with, with Baron Corbin on commentary. This this is, oh, by the way, also Braun Breaker. Uh, he's going to go uh, to India with the with the big show that's going in on in India. Well, they've already, they, they they've uh, they've announced that he that he will have yes the, the 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 large program that's going on in India. Um, he will have a match there. I haven't announced who he's going to face, but it does appear that it, they are teeing him up for a move to the main roster. Okay. Von Wagner is the babyface here for some reason. And uh, and they believe that everybody loves this guy because uh, because when he was a child, uh, he had a, a thing wrong with his skull. And they had to have surgery for it. Okay. It's all very, it's very effective. Week, weeks of our um, life. Weeks and for weeks. And, months. Months. They first did this thing of like, they first started this... Um, uh, Vaughn, you have to open up to me. Show me the real Von Wagner. They started that in January. That is how long we have been doing this. So finally now, he's a baby face. Everyone loves him. He tables people. Um, and Braun is moving to the main roster. So Braun obviously loses this. He puts over Von Wagner on his way out. Like he's going to the main roster. They're taking him to India. They're tuning him up to, to go to the main roster and do some stuff. He puts over Von Wagner on the way out. And a match that he was guaranteed to win as the sympathetic baby face going after a guy who's a big old heel and very, very mean to him. He loses anyway <laughs> because he gets speared once. Like he, I lost the match anyway, and then after the match, Braun yeah. kept beating him up. If you're going to have Braun beat him up, have Vaughn beat Braun, and then Braun gets his heat back with a very uh, impactful beatdown. But they don't have; they have so little confidence in this dude. They can't even book him to win a match that storyline tropes guarantee him to win. Go back to the very Alex. first episode of NXT 2.0 when they put him in that fatal four way for the for the title. But earlier in the night, they had Braun um, uh, have an impromptu match with LA Knight. Yeah, and he beat him. And then LA Knight was later in the same night in that fatal four-way for the title match. And Vaughn was in it. And Vaughn was terrible in it. And like three weeks later, Vaughn, Braun was obviously the guy they were going to put the title on. And since then, they've been like, there's been this parallel storyline of like Braun being the guy. He was champion twice for forever. And Vaughn being the stop start, he, maybe he likes to throw little guys into the crowd. Maybe he doesn't. We're not really sure. He's got a manager who only manage, manages losers. And also now we got this, this story about him when he was a kid had a thing wrong with his head. And finally, it comes down to the most obvious, like, 
way to finally put him over and they can't bring themselves to do it. So much so that they have Braun at the end of the night after beating him, decide he's got to beat him up some more and, and, and hits him with a chair, puts his, puts him, his head on one half of the steps, raises the other half of the steps and brings it down on his head just as it goes to black and you hear uh, a Vic go, you son of a bitch! He was actually yelling that at Booker T because he's so bad, but... um... That's true. What? (laughs) What on earth happened here? So, okay, I've accepted that Von Wagner is bad at this, okay? They, 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 they fed him Kyle O'Reilly in his mask. I was... I Kyle O'Reilly's last match. And yes. since then, since then, it's been nonstop, just terrible. No, he, much like the Creeds, had a... Yeah. The stipulation is in the match. Oops, no, it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. Robert Storm was like, I'm not going to manage you anymore if you lose. And then he lost, and he was like, JK, yes, I am. Yeah. And then we got these insufferable vignettes that were not funny, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have comedic timing. He's like Dominic 2.0, where they're like, he oh, he's ironically over. But, like, he can only do, like, a shoulder block and also throw people into things. And he can't mm-hmm. even throw people into things because he gently caressed Braun Breaker as he speared himself <laughs> through the fucking set. Yes, he did. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! This guy just he, does not he, good at he tape he tape he was able to table uh a Braun, but Braun won anyway. But like that's what are we now in a Von Wagner era where wins and losses don't matter? It just matters if he ta- he can table someone. That might be the best. That might be his ceiling. That might be like the best we can do with him at least right now. Wow. Um, but to your point. Really feels like Braun is getting called up unless they're baby facing Baron Corbin. He's gonna put Corbin up on the way out. No, so I don't know how. No, I mean they, they they cut to black and had everyone react as though he had shoot murdered him with with. He got staff. carried out on the stretcher, Alex. Did he? I didn't see the Alexander video. Stanley. I didn't see the video of that. Um, all I know is that when when this when the screen cut to black. I I started just cackling, just Guess laughing so laughing so hard, and I I I it didn't whip, stop till out the my, start of this broadcast. Whip, whipped out my phone and <laughs> and recorded it and send it send it to Louise and Kate of me twenty five seconds long twenty five seconds of me cackling. I stopped it and continued. I stopped recording but continued <laughs> cackling. Um, it so. Um, oh, I love that Braun turns to to bear and saying hey watch this like what are you talking to me for i don't care <laughs> yeah bear like, was pretty good on commentary kill him. kill him i don't care you just murder him i don't care okay. um, i told you from the get i didn't care about this angle which was yeah. great um, um braun is great man like call him up yep uh jay pringle says breaker killed a guy he needs to lay low for a while nah it's fine <laughs> um I killed the so, man the trident <laughs> so what's what it's going to be Probably wanted for murder. I think somehow it's going to wind up Vaughn forces his way into and makes Baron Corbin versus Braun uh, at No Mercy a triple threat. And then you have... Baron Corbin versus Braun versus Vaughn? Versus Vaughn. 
and then Von, Von will win. Von will win that match. Von Braun Barrett. Von Von Baron sounds like an old timey. <laughs> Braun Von Baron. Baron Von Braun. That's ridiculous. Baron Von Braun. Baron Von Braun is a fantastic uh, stable of German people. Baron Von Braun. Imperium! Basically all over. <laughs> the sworn enemies of Imperium are Baron Von Braun. Um, so, yeah. Lord, I'm um, so anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I do believe that, um, that that was what that that seems to be what the play should be is like bronze got to get his comeuppance for doing this to Vaughn, right? But I, y- yes, in story, right? Like this, it has to. I was excited this happened. <laughs> oh, it was, it was it was the funniest thing I've ever seen when it, it when so it funny. when it when it, it cut so to when it. Act. When it cut to black and you just hear Vic Joseph go, you son of a bitch. It was just, oh my God, it was so funny. It was so funny. It was the funniest thing. Um, uh, because they really believe that we care about Von Wagner. And I do not believe anybody does outside of the 300 people oh that go God, to Oh my God, the performance center. Stop. Yeah. Um, this is the thing. Like, I think, I do believe that just like Oromensa, he will show up with a bandage around his head. Um, and have a match at, at no mercy. Do you want to tell the people on the main who else had a bandage on their head of what you said about it on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, Bear, the Brian Danielson. Uh, so one of my it, favorite sentences ever right. uttered. He he protected the honor of a 70-year-old man, and 90 minutes later, wearing a bandage around his head, he escorted a complete psychopath to the ring. Brian, Brian Danielson is all of us. I just... This is one of my favorite pro wrestling sentences that's ever mm-hmm. been said. Mm-hmm. Um, or Byron Donaldson, if you listen to Ricky the Dragons. <laughs> um, uh, Byron Donaldson. Uh, uh, a murder happened, and Corbin's first words afterwards was the following. That is next level. <laughs> He's not wrong. That is no. next level. That is next level. That is next level. It didn't even um, happen in the parking lot. It happened right, mm-hmm. right there, right in front of us. Um, Darren Lloyd says that uh, HBK went full impact wrestling with that ending. Oh, that is, that is, we are in the impact zone. Impact yeah. always kills off people when they leave the company, yeah. and then yeah. when they return, they return right. kind of as zombies sometimes. It's great. Um, Luis uh, bring up the very important point that, uh, in, in several years, uh, when, when Vaughn's kids. Uh, wrestlers with AEW, Christian will cut promos on them about their dead father. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. When he sat down at the scrum, and the uh-huh. first thing Christian said was, How is everyone's father? How is everyone's father? Yep. There you go. It's good. <laughs> so so next week we not only get Becky Lynch versus Tiffany, we we get um we get uh Ilya versus Wesley, we get Tyler Bate versus Axiom. And we have a friend of the show who's going to be there, maybe. 
It's really Brian says, hope I get to go next week. FYI, the shows are free, but you got to jump through hoops. There's an email list. And if you reply, you get picked. To, uh, you have to park at full sale and get bussed to the PC. I have to go straight from work. So I haven't gone since roadblock. Well, next week with Becky Lynch, there feels like one you should try and get to. That is, there's also a Facebook group for tickets. No. Just so you know. Um, uh, Corey David with a very important question. Kate, what is your meta five color? Oh gosh. What should my meta five color be? I can't be purple. Obviously. No, no, it can't be purple. Should I don't even know. Like... It's, it's, it's like blue, yellow. Was it like, it's like fuchsia. It's like a weird, like it's pinky like, purple. Yeah. It's kind of like the. Yeah. Yeah. And there. I don't know. That was the fourth one. Teal. Hmm, what should yours be? It's a good question. I feel like it should be the light green that's right here. Hmm, oh, okay. Like a lime? Like a lime green? Yeah, a little lime green. Cool. Cool. Elite Biscuit says, off topic, but rewatch Survivor Series 2019 today. Wild pay-per-view in uh, to watch in hindsight. Which one's 2019? Was it the egg one? Please tell me it's the egg one. Oh, no, that was... That's Keith that was Lee. 20... Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's Keith Lee and Roman. That's what that one is. That's a that's a that. I think it's that one. Pretty sure it's that one. It's, yeah, it's, pretty sure the egg was twenty twenty one. Yeah, and twenty twenty uh, was pandemic. Yeah, no. Yeah, pandemic was twenty twenty. What happens with time? Yeah, blue, blue, yellow, green, fuchsia. Yeah. Uh, so is green meat, is, is meat a color? <laughs> No, it's just a fun chant these days. Mm -hmm. All right, blue, yellow, green, fuchsia. What should I be? If green is taken, what color should I be? I'm having an identity crisis. I don't know. Because yellow is already taken. That should be you for the blonde. But oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, uh, in the weeds is interviewing Alex Shelley, Impact World Champion, tomorrow. Yes. Yes, that is so, a big deal. Tune into In the Weeds. Yeah. The Keith Lee Survivor Series was 2019. That was a big one. White, because you're a saint, unlike Alex. Oh, well, Bill. You're so um, wrong, but thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, Jadam B. Farm says, the two of you and your takes are just wonderful. Thanks for oh, always thank bringing a smile to my face. Appreciate you. We appreciate all of you in the SGS. We do. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, uh, Adam Cole versus Pete Dunn was in Survivor Series 2019. Lord Almighty, that's a good uh, rewatch. That's, that's a really good that's rewatch. A, that is that's a great that's a great one. I still Back think pay per views were men. Man, it's just that the Keith Lee and Roman stuff was so good. Delicious. So good, man. Um, puns. Jimmy Pringle says. That makes you a princess. We the ones. I don't know if that's actually a pun, but yeah. Uh, True Infamous says uh, MJF's triple B, big beach ball. <laughs> uh, True Infamous says Teddy Long Beach. Um, that's very good. Uh, we got one here that says uh, uh, Mr. Showtime. I think says uh, the uh, J- J- Jeff Jarrett's finisher is the is the heat stroke. Um, it's a good pun, and, but I just I can't stand it. And then he says, "No, no, no, better, better." Heat stroke, Jim Duggan. <laughs> not, not hacksaw, but heat stroke. That's pretty uh, good. Trimfamous, Trimfamous says, "Adam Cole signature move, Panama City Beach sunrise." Uh, 
Meek Norma says <laughs> C- CM Punk is the lost shaker of salt. He's very salty. The shaker. Uh, um, that's so funny. Waving away again in NXT Deville. Looking for my lost shaker of salt. Some people claim that there's a horrible booking kid to blame. And we know it's his own damn fault. Yes. Bad Rocket says trouble in cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. I love CB. Tom Valley says fun fact. Come Monday was about his truck. The the song Come Monday, where he's like, I'm I I but he said the song is about how much he misses somebody. He's been on tour, and come Monday he'll be back with them. And apparently, we have been told it's about his truck. Um, like I don't want to besmirch the good name of somebody who just passed, but like that's not making me be like, oh, I gotta dive into that catalog. It's actually it's a really it's a really fun song. Now that I know it's about his truck, it's not as fun. That's fair. Uh, Thank Mr. you Showtime for says, sending in a chat to ruin everything. Uh, Dal- <laughs> Mr. Showtime says Dalton Sandcastle and the buoys. <laughs> That's good. That's um, really good. Lieutenant Photo says Fiji Dolan. <laughs> Insert clever Tegan Knox pun says Teagle Knox. Very good. Like a seagull? Mm-hmm, like a teagle. Teagle signal. Teagle, teagle. Um, Chris Pereira says the veers start coming and they don't stop coming. Well, the veers start coming and they don't stop coming. They'll um, get repackaged and hit the ground running. And then stop true, again. <laughs> true Infamous says Sandman Adam Page. <laughs> you could just do Sandman, but uh, I'll take it. Uh, Aaron H. says The Endless Summer Ray. Chris Pereira says Doc Lesnar. <laughs> true Infamous says Beach Ball Mike Bailey. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's so a good, good. one. Um, Chris, Pereira, Chris Pereira says Finn's Balor. <laughs> um, uh, True Infamous says uh, you're a bad captain. No, I just I said that myself. Um, Rhea's finisher, the Rip Current. I mean, oh, that works. Is basically it could just be yeah. Yeah. Uh, Electric Mayhem says uh, Drew McVoteface. <laughs> Wags says uh, authors of Please, can we go down to the next match? Okay, I feel bad about that one. <laughs> um, T Electric Mayhem says blue sky blue. That works. We'll take it. Uh, True Infamous says Damien Sandow. Ah. Ah. Uh, True Infamous says Johnny Swimmer. <laughs> True Infamous says Johnny, sorry, so it says uh, Judgment Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> Jesse Ozog. I never like Judgment Day. Um, uh, says a walking trip around the sun. I don't get it. We might as well be a walking trip around the sun. Maybe. Do you want to? Let's just laugh really hard, like we got ah! it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed Lu- it. Lu- Luauville says uh, Techno Tiki two thousand. <laughs> Electric Mayhem uh, says the amazing red tide. Uh, <laughs> True Infamous says Sandy Rose. Ricardo says drop toe, hold my beer. True Infamous <laughs> says clash at the sandcastle. Mr. Showtime says hang 10 Adam Page. That's still so good. 
Lieutenant Photo says, Ted DiBiase, the million sand dollar man. Um, and uh, Chris Pereira says, Soraya was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. <laughs> R.I.P. Steve Harwell. Well done. Um, okay, we got we got a few jukeboxes here. Let's let's do these here. Um, uh, Orion Ben wants Tiffany to do the whole Big E meaty men slapping meat rant. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want holy meat chants in the chat because that was the funniest thing in the world on Sunday. I want to see two big men. With the big yiddies, with big chests and big muscles, bump at me. You can have your five-star classics. You want your 30-minute classics? Not me. Big meaty men slapping me. So good. <laughs> you got to look up the clip if you don't know it, though, because Xavier Woods just cackling in the background. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's so good. It's so funny. Uh, does it even exist online? Does what? Um, somebody wants uh, CL wants uh, somebody to do um, the opening theme to Taming the T Rex, but it's hard to even figure out which song that is. They never released it anywhere. The lyrics do not exist online. So um, uh, instead, we're gonna do. Um, uh, Dominic singing the opening theme to Tammy and the T-Rex is just going to be a, a song called Tammy and the T-Rex about the movie. So here we go. Dominic. I did not know that I had a Dominic impression until last night. <clears throat> um, uh, cut me open. Take my brain out my head. Because uh, lately I can't stop thinking about you in my bed trying to tell you how I feel, but these words don't make sense. I swear my love for you is Tyrannosaurus. Cut my op uh, uh, cut, cut me cut me open. Take my brain out my head because lately I, I can't stop thinking about you in my bed. Uh, try and tell you how I feel, but these words don't make sense. I swear for my love for you is Tyrannosaurus. Uh, said you want to make plans? I'm, I'm trying to do more, more, than, more, than, more than that, yeah. Writing my name on your body like an autograph, make it last, yeah. yeah. Uh, hair jet black, and you know I got the heart to match. And blood and guts won't make me sick, but not holding you does. My that mommy was way said too close to Darby. My mommy said that you could come over and hang out. Um, we have pizza rolls. That was him talking to Jay Uso. That wasn't your best. And I would listen, feel bad about it, but I don't feel bad because you've been mean to me all no, no, the listen, past listen. entire day. I did not know I did not have a Dominic impression. I only can do what he talked to Jay Uso about last night, which is you could come and hang out with the Judgment Day. We're going to have with arms wide open. Well, Scott, stop impressions. We could do all year if like, we needed. Yeah, yeah. There are no Ricky Rainbow chats. Oh, no. I know. I, it's, it's, it's really sad. Apparently, I'm going to have to do my own thing. We're going to have to do Ricky Rainbow singing Margaritaville. Nobody, there we go. Wrestling with Moves says uh, All-Star, but Nathan Frazier. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. 
She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years stopped coming and they don't stop coming. Get through the rules and they hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You would never know if you don't go. You never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get your show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. And Bob's your uncle. We'll have to answer this question later. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go. Louis, you don't have to send a chance. God bless you. You guys are great. Um, okay. Aaron, <laughs> no, there's multiple ones. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Wonderful. Um, um, all right, okay. Don LaValle says, uh, sings Jimmy Buffett's Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw? It's Walter. Here we go. Yeah. I really do appreciate the fact you're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look so clear. So barmaid, bring a pitcher. Another round of brew. Honey, why don't we get drunk and screw? Why don't we get drunk and screw? I just bought the water build. A better bed filled up for me and you. They say you are a snuff queen, honey. I don't think that's true. So why don't we get drunk and screw? Why don't we get drunk and screw? I just bought a water bed filled up for me and you. They say you are a snuff queen, honey. I don't think that's true. So why don't we get drunk and screw? Yeah. Was he just like a lovable alcoholic? Like, I just don't know a lot about Jimmy Buffett, but all of it sounds yeah. like it. Mm -hmm. right, uh -uh. Um, so uh, Regal doing Cheeseburger in Paradise from Meet Normus. Oh, meat. Recognize meat. Mm. Well played. <clears throat> Tried to amend my carnivorous habits. Made it nearly 70 days. Losing weight without speed, eating sunflower seeds, drinking lots of carrot juice and soaking up rays. But at night I'd have these wonderful dreams, some kind of sensuous treat, not zucchini, fettuccine, or bulgur wheat, but a beam warm bun and a huge hunk of meat. Cheeseburger in paradise. Heaven on earth with an onion slice. Not too particular, not too precise. I'm just a cheeseburger in paradise. But paradise isn't real without you, man in the mask. I miss you. You know, you scrummy, scrummy little cheeseburger, I would eat you up with, with mustard and ketchup. Um, did you do that because I'm vegan now? Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. It did. Rude. It did. Um, uh, okay. Um, uh, and Aaron H. wants um, Von Wagner singing Push from Matchbox 20. Because you're Canuck. Oh. Mm -hmm. I am. <clears throat> she said, I, I don't know if I've ever been good enough. Uh, I'm a little bit rusty, and I think my head is caving in. And I don't know if I've ever been loved there by a hand that's touched me. Well, I feel something's going to give. And I'm a little bit angry. Well, this this ain't over. No, not here. Not while I still need you around. You don't owe me. We might change. It just might feel good. I want to push you around. I will. I will. I'll table you. 
I want to push you around. I will. I will. I'm a, I, I want to take you for granted. I want to take you for granted. I, I'm, I will. Uh, I will table you. I'm going to get your ass uh, tabled there. Come Tuesday. <laughs> That's Vons Malachi Black. <laughs> you got to do it that way. You have to. Um, um, so, uh, bah, 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 bah. uh, Meat Normus asks Ricky Rainbow's favorite meat. He's becoming the man. Ricky, have you been in Hawaii? I've been on vacation, love. Oh, congrats. I'm so glad you took some time out for yourself. Like Jeff Cobb, I've done a tour of the islands. <laughs> it's one of my favorite finishers. And, and so, my favorite meat is pork. Because you could, they, I don't know if you've ever been, but they roast a whole pig there right on the beach. And then it's, it's very succulent. Makes me kind of sad, honestly. Oh Poor no, it's what it's, it's wonderful. Hey, listen, he's not a nice pig. Oh, it's they a mean make, pig. They they make sure they choose the one that's been mean to all the other pigs, and oh, that's then that's good. that's the one that they fry up for you. I know what it's like to have someone just be mean to you for no reason for twenty four hours straight. So, I will sing for you, Ali C. Hold on, um, <laughs> I've got two. So I feel like I'll do one. It's uh, a bigger for, bedtime for, story for this. For my, for my friend, uh, Jimmy Buffett, R.I.P. Jim. Did you know him? Oh yeah, we used yeah. to go. We used, we used to do tours of the islands together. Oh, which is actually my my first one that I've done without him. Oh, a nice yeah, little trip. Is it you guys and Jeff Cobb or? Um. No, I was just referencing his finishing maneuver. Oh, okay. I've never met the man. That would be a hell of a trio, Jeff Cobb, it, Ricky it Rainbow. Would be. That would be that we. I feel like we could possibly beat the acclaimed, the trio of me, and Jeff Cobb, and the corpse of Jimmy Buffett. We'll just prop him up in the corner like Weekend at Bernie's. Right here we go. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists cover with oil, strumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp, they're beginning to boil. Wasting away again in Margaritaville, searching for my last shaker of salt. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's nobody's fault. Don't know the reason I stayed here all season. Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo. But it's a real beauty, a Mexican cutie. How it got here, I haven't a clue. Wasting away again in Margaritaville, searching for my last sacred assault. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. Now I think, hell, it could be my fault. I blew out my flip-flop, stepped on a pop-top, cut my heel, had to cruise on back home. But there's booze in the blender. And soon it will render that frozen concoction that helps me hang on. Wasting away again in Margaritaville searching for my last shaker of salt. 
Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's my own damn fault. Thank you. I miss you, I miss you Jim. All right. And, and now, in honor of the American Dragon, uh, we're going to do final countdown. Luis Polito has... Um, what, what? Oh, don't, don't. I just can't not... stop picturing the acclaimed of Billy Gunn versus Jeff Cobb, Ricky Rainbow, and the corpse. <laughs> it would be a hell of a match. It I'll would be. No, I mean, no, because if you can keep because, Bowens out of the ring, I think you're you've got a real no, shot there. No, no, because the, the you know because uh, the corpse of Jimmy Buffett has a hell of a hot tag. Of course, yeah. No, I yeah, would. You don't want to see him get fired up. No. Oh no, page not found. I can't. I can't find it. It's not there. The lyrics for wait final countdown lyrics. I don't usually do my own googling. I'm gonna try here. Lyrics. Wasn't it Luis's request? <laughs> yeah, it was, but he, he gave me a bad link. Here we are. All right. Uh here we are. So I put it over. Oh, what, what what put there we are. We're we're leaving together, but still it's farewell. And maybe we'll come back to Earth. Who can tell? I guess there is no one to blame. We're leaving ground. Leaving ground. Will things ever be the same again? It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Oh, we're heading for Venus and still we stand tall because maybe they've seen us and welcome us all. Yeah. With so many light years to go and things to be found, to be found, I'm sure that we all miss her so. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. The final countdown. The final countdown. Oh, 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 the final count. It just says final countdown a lot. But honestly, it says so, there's so many countdowns. I'm not even sure which one of them is the final one. I think it's the very last one, Ricky. Ricky, what oh. is what is your finishing move? Jeff Cobb has the sword of the islands. You have. Uh-huh. Uh, is uh, the end of the rainbow. <laughs> What and what's the it. corpse of Jimmy Buffett? Um, uh, it's uh, it's uh, the, the um, shaker of salt. <laughs> he just throws salt in your eyes. It's better. That's better than Muda Mist. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh, they, that's nice. Better. That's better. The pot of gold. I the like pot that. of gold. That's very good. This is good. You're a legend. Right. No, it's not. It's not better. It's not. It's not bad. I, I like this one though. It, Rainbow, I'm ready for the Max Caster rap about your trio. Yeah, Rainbow Meat, Rainbow Meat, Rainbow Meat, Rainbow Meat. I mean, Jeff Cobb being in there. It's a you. You got some meaty men in there slapping meat. Yeah. I love your poo too, Audi Cease. <laughs> Love you, Pooh. Uh, keep cool, Gabba Goose. We'll <laughs> bye. Bye, Thank Toodles. Thank you. Toodles.